This podcast is for PR pros who are looking to discover the best strategies for landing their dream retainer clients and scoring them top tier media coverage. I'm your host, Jen Burson, and I want you to have a fulfilling career in PR that totally lights you up without sacrificing your personal or family time or your sanity. Welcome to the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. We're going to talk about some ways that you can become even more confident in your uh, leadership skills as a digital agency owner. Uh, You know, these are like the soft skills, right? Like being able to hone in on what instincts you have, what your natural talents and abilities are, the ways that you can look at your position as a leader in your agency and realize where that comes from, the confidence, and where you might be able to increase and having strategies for doing that. So I'm going to jump right in. Um, A lot of this is coming from uh, a certification that I have in high-performance coaching. So I am a certified high-performance coach. We have adapted my training and the research back, uh, research-backed approach that I learned through my certification and put it together in a way that serves agency owners. So it's like if you're looking for that crossover of a business mentor, but someone who gets the agency model, the business you're trying to build, um, creating a business to support the kind of life you want to have, and having research-tested, proven strategies to kind of layer on top of your kind of business processes, that's what we have to offer. And it's a new um, uh, approach. So anyone that's kind of gone through our programs that's in Agency Accelerator, this is that next thing that our members that have been here the longest have been asking us for, that next layer of mastery. Um, And so we're going to skim the surface today. I have six ways that you can hone in and amplify your confidence. So, um, so confidence is key when you're running a business and it has had such an impact. Um, you've got an entire team of people and your clients that are looking to you for guidance. You're the leader of your business and you can't approach things from an unsure place or um you know, very wary as you lead your team and your clients. They want to see that you know your stuff, you're the expert they hired, and you are confidently leading them into the outcomes they're seeking. You know, when you run your agency with confidence, you can build this business you truly love that will align with your values. This is where having that confidence will lead to selectivity and intentionality. So you're able to make those decisions. Running from a place of fear is what if another client doesn't come or what if they can't afford my rate and they don't counter offer a different rate? Um, What if I can't pull off the work that they're asking for? 
You know, um, when you have that confidence, you can create this business that's aligned with your values and make intentional decisions on who you work with and who you don't. So we're going to dive into my six best tips for developing confidence in your agency leadership skills and becoming a stronger, more self-assured agency owner. The first thing is stop downplaying your expertise. Why is it always women that do this? Why? Now, when you niche down your agency on who you serve, what niches you work in, um, the kinds of clients you support, and the work you do, how you serve them, you can develop this deep expertise in your chosen industry. And the more projects that you execute and the more clients you work with, the more your expertise will grow. And this is a big part of what we teach in Agency Accelerator because niching down is incredibly important for so many reasons. But for intentionally building a business that will serve and support the kind of life you want to have, for getting the rates that you're looking for, all of it is amplified when you niche down. Your dream clients want to work with the true experts in their industry and the clients that have those big budgets, they're not going to seek out a generalist. They want you when you niche down. So as you establish yourself as an authority in your space, clients are going to come looking for you. You're going to get referred. People are going to think of you. And the great thing here is they pay a premium for your services. You know, like if you needed a heart surgery, would you go to a general practitioner or would you go to a cardiovascular surgeon or a cardiologist or heart surgeon? You would go and seek out the expert, the one that truly has a deep understanding of the very thing that you need a positive outcome for. And you'll pay a premium for that expert. And it's no different when it comes to clients looking for services that you provide. So you want to show your clients why they came to you in the first place. When they give you a game plan that you know, you look at it and you're like, this is wrong for what they want. You don't have to just go with what they're asking for. You can push back because you're the expert. So step into your authority as the digital agency owner you are with all of your experiences even if that experience comes from a role you had at a company, something you did in college, all of your experience comes into play. And a lot of new agency owners will say, well, I'm just starting out. When I started my agency, I was truly just starting out. No experience, no contacts, nothing. Maybe you worked for someone else before, or maybe you worked in a different capacity and you have all of that experience and that expertise. All of that comes into play in establishing your know-how. So when clients come to you and they're like, oh, I think I need uh, press releases every week and I need um, to um, hit 16-year-old TikTok influencers with my retinol eye cream, you're like, mm, not so great. So you don't have to just agree because the client is asking for it. Step into your authority and give them the guidance that they need on the phone, in the conversation. This is all about resetting expectations. And you also are going to double down and include that in your proposal. We're not giving away strategy. We are showing them that we know what their goals and objectives are. And we have an approach that will get them there that isn't exactly 
the thing they're asking for that someone told them at a cocktail party that they need from you, you're going to come in and say, that's actually not going to be effective in any way for the outcomes you're seeking. So don't shy away from offering your expertise in an effort to land a prospective client. We're not giving away the secret sauce, but we're providing them with some know-how. They're hiring you for your expertise and they absolutely have to respect and follow your advice. You've earned the right to have that niche down authoritative stance when it comes to serving clients. For some reason, a lot of women, we don't have that same position of power, which is what we're, you know, getting to here. It's the the quiet confidence that comes from knowing that you have the experience, industry know-how, the contacts, to really get a sense of like how this is going to play out and what they're asking for is just flat out wrong. So you want to get on those calls and start serving in a way that showcases your expertise and confidently shows that you are the right person for the job. And they're going to see that you know your stuff, you're invested in their success. And stepping into that role early, and I suggest discovery calls, absolutely, is going to show that you're giving guidance, that you're a leader to them, and it's going to establish trust, and it's not going to scare them off. They're not going to say, oh my God, they knew too much, or like they, you know, had ideas that were different than ours. You got to, you know, your clients know that they're hiring you for what you can provide to them uniquely based on your your know-how. The other thing is that we are constantly in this inbound reactive mindset. And so my second bit of advice here to grow your confidence as an agency owner is to ditch that reactive mindset and aim to get into a flow state. When you're in that reactive mindset, you will just take whatever comes your way. You're going to partner with every prospective client that reaches out. You are going to constantly be putting out fires. You are not going to be putting or able to put in the work to grow your agency, to be intentional and strategic about the direction you want your company to go in, the kinds of clients you want to attract. You are going to just take whatever comes your way. And now your agency is building expertise and contacts and results in niches that you don't really want to work in long term, but you're going down a path that you allowed yourself to move in because you're reactive. And the reality is that not everyone gets to work with you. You know, you might be a service provider and someone calls or emails and says, you provide this service, I would like your service. They don't just get to work with you. You don't have to agree to work with everyone. You are still in charge. This is uh, where those red flags come in and you get to choose to not ignore them. You don't have to say yes to some of those uh, problematic clients that present themselves as problematic right out of the gate. You're like, are they kidding? Like I have a proposal I just sent out they were like all over me, send it, send it, send it, send it, you know, got the proposal out, ghosted, radio silence, followed up three times, no response. Of course, I'm tracking the email. I saw they opened it and I'm not going to push because if they're like this during the courting phase, what are they going to be like? You know, and this is the second conversation I've had with them. So 
there's something where they can't pull the trigger, they don't have the funds, they don't have the team in place, they don't see the value, like there's something here. If they came back to me and they were like, okay, we're ready, I would have to ask some hard questions and really determine, are, am I willing to look the other way on these red flags? Or is this a situation that I'm going to look back on in six months and say, I ignored the signs. <laughs> I knew that they were going to be problematic. So don't just say yes because it's guaranteed revenue. You are not obligated to take care of every client, every family and friend referral. I always use the example of your cousin's sister's coworker, your cousin's friend's sister coworker um, selling candles and soap on Etsy. Like, you don't have to take on all of those clients just as a favor. Like, the response is, no, we're not the right fit. Um, I'm not going to get on the phone and spend an hour chatting up somebody um, and get, giving them, you know, some reality checks on the way the PR works. If I know that at the end of the call, it's not, you know, either one of us a good fit for either one of us. So just say no if you know that it's not right for you. Because if you take on every lead that you get, you're going to build a reactive business, and one that is completely unfulfilling. It's a recipe for burnout. It is the path towards a business that you worked really hard to build that can never scale and will never serve you the way that your company can. You'll be fully in the driver's seat with every aspect of your agency when you are more proactive, more purposeful, with your business and you're going to get into that flow state when you're in, you're making decisions from an intentional place. Um, you can be transparent with the prospective client and offer guidance. This is if, um, you do actually get on the phone, like there's something about it that was somewhat enticing to you and you do get on the phone. Um, you know, you can have a great conversation and maybe they'll say, well, we weren't the right fit, but I would absolutely refer them to a brand or an expert that they specialize in because they really seemed confident. Fine. You can be transparent with their clients, offer guidance and not worry about their thoughts, not think that you look bad or they're going to be mad at you or not like you if you say no. You can be intentional about your niche, the services you offer, the kinds of clients you work with, the specific clients you work with, not just general kinds, but one of those aspects is budget. Not everybody gets to work with you. You don't have to lower your rate because someone can't afford it. Do you provide the value that will equate to the rate that you're asking for? And if the answer is yes, if they can't afford it, they don't get to work with you. You can't walk into, you know, Louis Vuitton on Rodeo Drive and say, I really love this purse. I'm the kind of person that really likes purses. And I really want your purse because I know it's the best quality, but I can't afford what you're asking for. So can you give it to me for half off and maybe just don't include the strap? That's not how it works, right? Be Louis Vuitton, guys. Be Gucci. Ask for what you are offering in terms of value. And if they can't afford it, they don't get to work with you. 
So the other thing is when you make these intentional decisions and when you're intentional in building your business and really honing in on what you love, what lifts you up and makes your day get into that flow state that you feel really energized by the work you're doing, that's when you focus on your zone of genius. And it's a big deal to identify these areas where you can work in an effortless state. You love the work you're doing. Time just, those days you're doing this type of work, time just, you know, flies by. And you're like, oh my God, I can't believe it's been four hours I've been focusing on this thing. So that is a really um, big part of being a leader of your business and knowing which tasks are not the right thing for you to be doing and which you might be the bottleneck for, what tasks you need to outsource in the long run and what things you're like, you know, I want to do this, not because I don't want to let go of control, but because I love it because I'm the best person to do this because I'm super fired up on this thing that I'm doing for this client. And this is a huge part of what we dive into um, and so much more in my Elevate group coaching program. If you like this topic, if you're like, I'm into this, you will love Elevate. It is, it's truly like transformational. And again, like backed in science and research and the only program of its kind that layers on high performance proven frameworks with the agency and work-life integration that is such a core, like literally it is the core value of our company is sharing all of the tools, strategies, frameworks, expertise, know-how so that our community can achieve the work-life integration that they're seeking. Parenthood, you know, travel, whatever your, your things are. So that was to number three, you have to know your value. We've touched on this a little bit, but part of being confident as an agency owner is knowing your worth and fully secure in the value you're providing to your clients. So many clients don't understand the true value of PR. They don't get it. They don't understand the difference between advertising, marketing, PR, social media, that one of our KPIs is not sales. That's something that we have to redirect clients on during the discovery call stage. And we can help clients see our potential impact on their business by showing off our expertise, providing a capabilities deck, sharing case studies and client testimonials, because those are going to show the client in actual results and your former client's own words or your current client's own words, what the experience is like working with you. And this is the opportunity to also let them know what PR isn't you know, set expectations at the outset that we're not tracking sales. That is not what we do. You have to redirect, um, clients to understand so that your outcomes are aligned with their expectations. And the other aspect of knowing your value is that it is reflected in your retainer pricing. So don't undersell yourself, offer a lower retainer, cut out a meaningless service, um, you're not going to cut your rate just to land a client because, um, you know, you know the value you provide and not everybody gets to work with you. You're not getting a Louis Vuitton for half off because they don't include the strap. 
So feeling secure in your value is going to empower you as a leader and you're going to exude more confidence in your skills, your niche expertise. I know a lot of the outcomes are out of our control when it comes to pitching the media, but you still possess the contacts when you niche down, you know, the players that are important in your industry. You also have the real like ins and outs nailed down in your niche and you can give a pretty good summary of what the client can expect and you're not going to oversell it, but you're, you're going to make them aware of what you know by having those conversations where you're really establishing your expertise and not having the ability to control the outcomes is across the board with any PR firm. Every PR pro in our community is in the same position of not being in control of the outcomes. So don't let that be the thing that should stand your confidence. You know, speak truthfully about what you know, what they can reasonably expect. And having this kind of intentional place and being more selective when you're taking on new clients is going to sort of automatically make those hard decisions a lot easier for you because you have clarity and it's like, this doesn't align, you know, this isn't what I told myself I wanted. And so it's a clear no. Number four is be decisive. Let yourself say no. So this flows from the last one, but everything you do in your business, it's stepping stones all in the right direction. So that will lead you to bigger and better opportunities in the right space when you make the decisions to not go down those paths that feel wrong. You know, you don't want to keep attracting work that is not enjoyable to you. You want to go down these paths that excite you. And that is how you work with clients that will light you up, that will help you gain expertise and form strong relationships in your niche. Relationships that will move the needle for other clients. So you have to take a stand for yourself and your business and say no to what comes along that doesn't serve you and be really confident and strong in that decision. And if a client lead comes your way in an industry that doesn't interest you long-term or maybe they're in your niche, but it's, there's something off. Like you're looking and you're like, this isn't, this is going to be a a slog. Like this is not going to be exciting. My team is going to be really stretched because this is not newsworthy. And I'm sorry to tell you, not every brand, um, not every product, not every client, not every expert. Um, We can come up with lots of creative ideas. Maybe that gets shared in an owned channel, like a blog post or social media. Maybe the media won't pick up that idea, but it doesn't mean it's a bad idea. It might mean it's not newsworthy and not every client is. And so if you're having to like really dig for those opportunities, you know, and you're like, I don't really see that this is cool. You want to work with stuff that you think is really cool and really interesting because that passion will shine through. And, you know, if you go down these paths that are work opportunities you don't love, you are going to despise your business long-term. You're going to say, why did I Like, I don't love it. And you're not really going to maybe even know where you possibly took a wrong turn. Like, are you taking actions from the identity of the kind of person 
that you want to be. You can say, I am the kind of person that is strong and I show up every day to work on my strength and I am a healthy person and make decisions from that headspace. If you make the, you know, most of the time you're operating from that identity that you want every now and then, you know, you can make a decision that's not aligned. And it, you know, if that brings you joy, just don't make it the regular. And so that could happen here with taking on clients. Oh, it's just one client. Like now you've made relationships and learned, you know, the ins and outs of an industry that you can't leverage that again. And if you kind of do that one time, two times, three times a year, you're building a, a client base and outcomes, results, testimonials, case studies, contacts, know-how that will make your business all over the place. And you're going to say, I don't love what I'm doing. I feel like it's just too much. I'm stretched too thin. Be intentional and make those decisions one at a time, knowing that it's all building towards running an agency you love because you deserve that. I deserve that. I have that. That's why I share what I know. My way is not the only way, but it's the way that has worked for me. And, um, and when you truly love your business, you are going to feel confident and satisfied every time you sit down at your desk. You're not going to dread it. You're not going to dread looking at emails from clients. You know, you're going to feel really confident in your position as the leader of the business that you strategically built. Number five, follow your intuition. Oh my God, intuition. We all have it. We all have it. Some of us pay more attention to it than others. Some of us will dismiss it or just ignore it altogether. When you're running your agency, especially in the early stages, intuition is uh, going to point you in the right direction. It is there whether you're paying attention or not, but it's going to speak up when you are headed down that wrong path. So choose to pay attention to it. If you pay attention to how you feel as you talk to these prospective clients, as you work on projects, as you're collaborating with your team, you will gain immense clarity on what is truly right for you. Your gut instinct isn't wrong so if something feels off, try to think why. What is, what is this feeling about? Um, you can change course immediately or start to really see when you have that feeling. Is it around a person? Is it around a person in a particular role? Sometimes you have great people on your team, but it's like the right people are on the bus. They're just not in the right seats. You know, you could have somebody with... A really, you know, short, like brief style in a customer service role. And that's not the right fit. But that person can be an excellent, like, social media content creator, right? Or write this, the, um, the uh, customer service responses. We used to create matrix matrices for our clients when we had, uh, like, social media and we're managing communities when we would get the same questions over and over. We would create responses. Maybe that person is great at creating those responses, but they can't have a customer or a client-facing conversation because their style feels a little bit rough, but they could be in another role. So it doesn't mean you have to fire that person. Trust your intuition. Maybe they're just not in the right 
role in your company. Um, when you are pitching a client and you're like, they don't understand, they don't have the infrastructure, they don't have the budget, like this is not, they don't have anything new, their website is janky, like, okay, you can pay my rate, money please, like, that's going to suck. Your team's going to be like, this is a dog. Why are we working on this? So intuition is a huge key part of being a confident agency owner. Trust yourself. When you trust yourself, you will feel 100% sure in everything you do, in every move that you make. You're going to be really aligned with how you feel about something and what that means for that decision you have to make or as you're moving towards your vision for your company. So that is a major part of establishing a clear vision for your agency. And we dive really deep into that also in my Elevate group coaching program. Okay, shut down your imposter syndrome. We could talk for hours about this, but you're an expert. You're a true leader. You're the leader of your business. Stop listening to the voice in your head that's telling you otherwise. Um, imposter syndrome is uh, where you think you're a fraud and people are going to figure you out and your whole world is going to crumble or like that thing you're working towards is not going to happen because you're going to be found out. And that any success you've had is luck along the way and you're stepping into this role that you've never done before. And so you're a fraud and how could you possibly do a good job at this because you've just never been in this position before. You have to stop listening to that voice in your head that is telling you that you aren't an expert or you aren't a leader. Um, this is necessary for you if you do one thing be aware of when imposter syndrome creeps in. You have that feeling like you're a fraud where clients will realize that, you know, you have uh, no business running your own business. Um, you have to let go of that. As you grow more secure in your worth and you get into that flow state, you step into your role as an expert in your niche, it does get easier to quiet your imposter syndrome anxieties but it's that feeling of growth that naturally comes with resistance. It is your mind trying to protect you from something new. And when you, this is a reframe for you, okay? When you feel imposter syndrome creep in and rear its ugly head, you have to reframe those thoughts into the positive, confident mindset. So the reframe is not or is the, uh, the thought is not, who am I to be doing this? They're going to find out that I'm new, that I can't deliver on the results that I'm telling them that I can. Um, I've never really had a client at this rate before. What does that even mean for me? I've never asked for this rate before. They're going to know. Reframe it into reminding yourself you're feeling this way because you're stepping into a bigger role. You're becoming a better agency owner in the process. You're growing. And as you grow, you're experiencing new things that you haven't done before. So the reframe is not they're going to find out I'm a fake and a fraud. It is that 
I am stepping into a bigger role. I'm playing on a bigger stage and I am excited about the growth I'm having and the possibilities for myself and how I get to show up as a leader for my agency, my team, and my clients. So feeling good about your growth will increase your confidence and shut down that imposter syndrome. Instead of feeling like, I've never done this, say, I've never done this. Like, this is new for me. And that means that I'm growing personally and professionally. And give yourself a hug instead of a, you know, downward anxiety, anxiety spiral because some people go their entire lives stuck in the same old, same old and never allow themselves to feel the discomfort of growth. So if you feel that way, it's because you are growing professionally and personally. And I love that for you. So thank you for being here. Have a great rest of your day and I will see you guys soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pitching Powerhouse podcast. If you're ready to start, grow, and scale a profitable agency all on your own terms, you should consider joining the Agency Accelerator. Check out the link in the episode description to learn more. To achieve your big, scary goals and truly live the type of lifestyle you've always wanted, it's time to join the Agency Accelerator. Inside this incredible program, you'll learn exactly how to structure your PR agency to fill your pipeline with high paying clients and establish a consistent revenue stream so you can run a business that lights you up and that doesn't run you. This program is built around the exact steps that I took to grow a seven-figure PR agency, Generation PR, and now hundreds of other PR professionals around the world have implemented these techniques and strategies to scale their own agencies too. So this stuff works, you guys. Check out the link in this episode's description to learn more. And as always, be sure to tune in next week for another incredible episode packed with the insights you need to become a pitching powerhouse.